Thanks for listening to Two Girls, One Plan. We're your hosts, Madison. And Jillian. And this week, we're talking about coming out. Coming out. Woohoo! We're coming out to you, and I am not going to stop recording this time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this I, is round two. <laughs> round two. I had an issue. I hit the stop recording button like 10 seconds in, and now James's video games just came <laughs> <laughs> You know what? It's okay, girl. We needed a good laugh today, so. Oh, gosh. Yes. Uh, we, yeah, this, that was a good, I needed a good laugh. That was pretty funny. Hi, everybody. How are you? It's been a couple weeks since we last posted and released an episode, so we hope you all are doing well. What is new with you? Let's catch up for a second. Let's, you know, we haven't had a really good catch up. Yeah, I know in a minute. Honestly, it's just been super duper busy. We're still in May. Yeah. Almost done. So yeah. Like we have not stopped at work. Yep. I'm ordering houseplants now, which is great. So I'm trying to fill up the store with them. And I bought a coleus, which is super out of character, but it was so pretty (laughs) I couldn't help it. So hopefully I don't kill it immediately. How about you? How are you doing? Busy, busy too. Yeah, just like you, just working a lot. You know, it's, you know, again, it's still very much COVID 19 focus where I work at and mm-hmm. implementing social distancing. And some days, you know, last week I had to call out of work. I was having a really hard day. And so I had to take a mental health day. And I'm so glad I did because I went plant shopping that day. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> and it made it just so much better. And I bought what did I buy? I made a little black garden. You saw Ooh, it. Ooh, yeah, your little right, goth. Right? goth. Yeah, my little goth. Yeah, yeah. It has like black petunias and like a black dahlia. A couple of black, I think they're coleuses as well. And yeah, that's that's really it. Just been working a lot. I literally just come home and look at the plants, watch Avatar and go to bed. <laughs> Yeah, that sounds about right. It's on Netflix now. So I think like everybody started Avatar over again. It's like everybody's back in middle school. It's great. I love it. I'm an earthbender. What are you? A waterbender. You are such a waterbender. (laughs) Such a waterbender. Yeah. You are such a Katara. (laughs) You are like, I'm like watching the show. I'm like, Katara is so jelling, which is a good thing. Like, I love Katara. She's a badass. Yeah, and all her bossy, motherly ways. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's not true. true. Well, well, that's our little catch-up, and we're so sorry we didn't post last week. Memorial Day weekend really took it out on us, and Mm -hmm. so we apologize for not posting, but we really wanted to take the time and get ready for this upcoming month. This upcoming month is Pride. It's Pride Month. It is time to celebrate all things gay, lesbian, our allies, transgendered, non-binary, bisexual, pansexual, like all of it. All of our queer people. Everyone in between. We are so excited to celebrate and show you how much we care and how much we love being a part of that community ourselves. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we have so many fun things planned this month. Couple little hints. 
uh, and we'll just mention one for right now, but we do have Ella, the Green Witch. She was, what, episode three, I think, right? I think so, like right after we started. Right after we started, she was our first guest. She's going to come back on for part two, and we are so excited to have her back on. And she is a wonderful voice and is just so articulate like and graceful and the way she speaks about her own identity and so I'm so excited to talk to her more about that and also about witchcraft (laughs) yeah absolutely we got so into it in the last episode we could have talked for hours so I cannot wait to have her back on and maybe get some makeup tips because oh my god every time I see her (laughs) I know I know we did our makeup together the other day for the Lady Gaga album and we like just had so much fun it was so much fun yeah between the two of you I've like actually listened to Chromatica so many times. Yeah, it's the best. It's the album of our people. Um, so yeah, so we're so excited for this month. There's a lot to come um, and it's just going to be one beautiful celebration after each week. And we are looking forward to seeing how everybody else celebrates. But we really wanted to take this episode and really dive into our own sexualities and how we identify and where we see ourselves in our community, where we see ourselves in the plant community. So we really just wanted to be open about it. And I'm probably going to cry. <laughs> I already feel like so sorry to cry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, I feel it. But yeah, so I'm, I'm really excited to hear about, you know, Jillian's story. And I'm really excited to share mine. So yeah, do you want to share your story? Who you oh are? Oh my Who's gosh, Jillian? I'm going Is first. This, if you want to. Um. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, and um, share with what you want to like, whatever you want, you're, this is what you want to share. Yeah. So I'll start with how I identify because I think that's the easiest. She, her, I am cisgendered and I do prefer those pronouns, but I do identify as asexual and panromantic. Um, although I usually just tell people pansexual because it's a lot easier to explain, but totally. there aren't a lot of aces out there. So I'm totally not going to erase that part of me for this podcast. And I'm also non-monogamous. So me and my partner are open and have a non-monogamous relationship, which doesn't necessarily fall into LGBT, but is very outside of the heteronormative a typical right. relationship. Right. Well, and, you have to have a community to yeah. go to. Where else are you going yeah. to go for that? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. There isn't really a space for that. So I think it kind of fits into that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. That outside of the norm standard and how I operate in my relationships. So, and yeah, coming out for me was actually a very anticlimactic story. I actually had a really good friend in middle school and my mom was sure I had a crush on her like more sure than I was that I had a crush on her. Mm-hmm. So at one point she was literally just like, you know, if you're not straight, it's okay. You can just tell me. <laughs> and like very much kind of just expected that from me. Yeah. So it was never really a really big conversation or anything like that. And she's actually met other partners of mine and stuff out of my like primary relationship. So she knows all about my relationships and stuff. So it's really cool. If she knows everything about me and I don't really have to hide any of that, which is really nice. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. The rest of my family, it's more of a don't ask, don't tell kind of thing. I think my dad, as long as I'm healthy and happy is satisfied. (laughs) It doesn't need to know anything outside of that. So I've actually never sat down and really had a conversation about it, but I've also had relationships over, you know, years that he just didn't 
come up in conversation, you know? Right. Right. Definitely. Yeah. So that's it. I've kind of been living my truth with my immediate family for years and been pretty comfortable in it and feel very fortunate and privileged that I do have a really supportive community around me and really supportive friends that are all kind of just as out there as I am in one way or another. Yeah. Yeah. How do you feel like, you know, in a space, like how do you feel like your identities have, like, how do you relate that to plants or the community surrounding like having plants like how do you relate that in some way how do you build that bridge how have you do you try and find queer spaces in the community yeah I have actually found a few queer spaces in the community which is really comforting because it's like a niche within a niche you know it's just like we have so much common ground there so I mean some obvious ones that I feel like we have to mention at some point in the podcast are like Plant Queen, Plant Me Paul, like some of these big Instagrammers that have really, even like um, Welcome to the Jungle, I can't remember her name, Christopher Paul and... No, it's not Heather. Oh my gosh, I'm totally... I'm going to look it up because I'm going to feel bad if I don't know her name. Apologize. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I know, it's been a long day, y'all. Phoebe. Phoebe, oh my gosh, Phoebe, we love you. Phoebe. So there are a few people that have created a really opening space. I also follow, I think their page is like the plant beans or something like that, but mm-hmm. planty lesbians that are absolutely adorable <laughs> and just a bunch of cute queer people that are also into plants. And yeah. I also listen to the Plant Daddy podcast, which awesome. is awesome. Yeah, they're pretty great. They do something really similar to us. I feel like they're like the male version of us in Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I absolutely love the community that they've created, which yeah. is also pretty open and welcoming. So I've definitely looked yeah. for that. It's so comforting, awesome. you know? Yeah, it, is. it definitely is. That's awesome. That's so good. Yeah. How about you? Oh gosh. So, well, okay. So let's start with how I identify. So I identify as bisexual and I have had a hard time coming to terms with my identity because bisexuality is, a lot of people view it as being a 50-50, right? You date a guy, you date a girl, you date a guy, you date a girl. Hmm, For me, it wasn't like that. It wasn't like that. I was in a lot of very traditional hetero relationships where I was dating men, but I still was with women and I am still attracted to women. And my sister put it so eloquently the other day for me that bisexuality is a spectrum and our Mm -hmm. sexuality is a spectrum. And I really like, she has helped me so much with my sexuality and coming to terms with my sexuality because she also does identify as being bisexual as well. And she is out. So it's okay for me to say that Um, she is out. I'm not outing her, but she has helped me learn more about my sexuality because I really did think that I had to justify it in some way and justify. And I was scared of telling people I was bisexual because I thought I was, I had to talk about my sexual history and I didn't want to. So I never really came out because of that because I didn't want to justify it in that way. Yeah, which is crazy. It's a good time to point out and say, like, you can be bisexual and have dated only only yeah. traditional only traditional men. Yeah. yeah, yeah, totally. That's okay. That is okay. You can. And it's again, it's a spectrum. Like my sister's like, maybe you're like a thirty seventy. That's okay. And I'm yeah. like, that makes sense. Like, and so, and I feel like 
that term bisexual is how as close as I can get to how I feel and I have been in relationships with women and they're short-lived but most of my a lot of my relationships have been short-lived except for the current one I'm in um (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's how and I do identify I am you know cisgendered woman she her like that's my pronouns like that's very traditional and I've had a hard time like I've always been identified as an ally in the community but I've always had a hard time wanting to say that I'm bisexual in the community I've always been scared of saying that because I am a white woman and I do not maybe look like I am a bisexual person (laughs) do you know what I mean again based on my relationship so again it's that justifying now not just to everybody, but now to a community where I want to feel safe. Yeah, which Does is kind of crazy because you do want to be safe. So like it should be a welcoming open space where you don't have right. to prove your sexual history to some random stranger to prove that you deserve to be there. Yeah. You know, yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah, I don't know. I've seen a lot of people talking about pride and saying, you know, well, if you're just an ally or if you're straight, you shouldn't be there. And it's like, you don't really know. You don't know. Mm-hmm. You can't assume yeah. something about someone. Assume yep. that you're a straight white woman because you're there with a guy when that might not be the case, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And I think a lot of people who, and unfortunately who ask about it, tend to be men. When you t- say you're bisexual, they want to know your history. And that's like, to me, very misogynistic. I was going to say, it's a little more of a fetish than it's a fetish. actual curiosity. Yeah, it's it's creepy and it's not so much support. So again, that's why I've had a hard time. And I'm actually not out to my family. So this, if they listen to this, like, <laughs> hey, by the way, mom and dad, I'm bye. <laughs> Surprise. Um, we told you it was called coming out, y'all. We weren't kidding. Coming out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, and my parents are accepting people. Like, my sister came out as by last pride, and I helped her come out. And she, um, she just really inspired me, and she's really helped me with my journey. And I just, ah, uh, sorry. That's she's awesome. just done, sorry. Sorry, need a second. Um, she's just done a lot for me over this last year. And um, she's, you know, she's younger than me. She's five years younger than me. And she's done so much work on herself. And she's done so much work for her community. And she really is such a smart person. And I'm just so grateful for her and her continuous support. And my when she came out, my family was supportive of her. And doesn't mean that it's still not scary to come out it's you you want that like that's great <laughs> but but also you're just like there's just that thing in the back of your head and you should come out when you want to come out and I just felt like this was a safe area to do that yeah of so course. anyway yeah yeah sorry I'm like really emotional right now that's okay thank <laughs> you so much for sharing babe it's beautiful yeah. makes you want to meet your sister and give her a hug oh, she's the best she's awesome she's amazing yeah so that's my journey and where I've been and you know relating it to plants like beginning of last year I was like in a very dark space and that's how I got into house plants and I think I was still struggling with my identity and my sexuality I felt like I was bisexual but again I wasn't coming to terms to it and that's where I tried to find things 
that brought light that brought you out of that darkness mm-hmm. so that's how I've gotten to houseplants and for multiple two of reasons but you know finding others that are like-minded like you Jillian and mm-hmm. have continuous support of people who are different and people who have various degrees of their sexuality and being in this community and you know we're all a bunch of weirdos who like house plants completely <laughs> like we're all obsessed with plants what the heck truly <laughs> addicts so it's weird. yeah not something many other people understand unless they're in it so yeah yeah it, it, exactly you have to be mm-hmm. like in it to get it because like I feel like people who like look from the outside like y'all collect houseplants like when I tell people are like what is wrong with you that's a <laughs> lot of plants like you have that much yeah. dirt all over your house like is it worth it <laughs> well I mean yes it is mm-hmm. anyway yep. so yeah. So, and like you said, like meeting or um, uh, having, you know, people online and having a great platform of expressing their identity and their, their spectrum of their identity is just so amazing to see. I, like you said, plant queen, I love plant queen. Love her so much. So amazing. Um, and there's just so many great people out there that you can follow and we can make like a list of people that you can follow that are just so so amazing so yeah yeah Yeah. so that's me I came out with (laughs) (laughs) oh thank Um, you for sharing with all of us it takes a lot of courage we appreciate it yeah absolutely absolutely so let's see what do you want to talk about now (laughs) well honestly I kind of want to talk about this season and how how like dystopian everything kind of feels right now and why our recording's been a little strange you know the pandemic's still going on so like Madison mentioned we're both still dealing with that at work um Mm. consistently you know confronting customers to kind of explain the measures we have in place like wearing a mask and why we need to have them and I mean, I've had a lot of people verbally assault me at this point about wearing a mask and, you know, infringing on their rights. And, you know, that's kind of exhausting. And on top of that, as most people know, especially in America, there's, you know, there's a lot of outrage and betrayal being felt by the Black community over, honestly... (laughs) most communities, but that's specifically affecting them um, over the death of George Floyd and countless others at this point. So um, that's caused a lot of rifts for Madison and I in a lot of relationships because it's something we just both feel very strongly about. Uh And it's just been really stressful. So we just haven't been as focused on the podcast or social media, like Mm -hmm. casual posts on our plant pages, because there are just a lot of other things going on that seem a lot graver and Mm -hmm. that need more priority in our lives, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's, it's okay to take even if it's just a second, but to take time and focus on how we can be supportive, whether it is through social media or not, how we can be supportive within ourselves to others. And that's why we really like this last week has been 
even uh, very difficult. And, you know, we were very excited to come back and record this episode and we're excited Especially for the for pride. Episodes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's, you know, it's, it's bittersweet in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, it is, but we, you know, we have to acknowledge what is happening and we did not want to come on here and not acknowledge it and right. um, show our support um, and our solidarity with black people, with people of color, with what is happening in this country. And we really appreciate those who are protesting right now. And those who, um, you know, we, there was a protest and there's been crazy protests in Denver. Yeah. And today they laid on the ground in the heat for nine minutes and people just chanted, I can't breathe for nine minutes. And there was like hundreds of people at Civic Mm -hmm. Center, which is just, I watched the video and I just like cried. Like I have not really had a chance to truly cry, but like that really made me cry watching hundreds of people all say that at the same time. Like that was a really overwhelming and amazing thing and powerful it was so powerful to watch um and so to those who are protesting right now you need to stay safe please stay safe during this time because we need you to continue to protest we need you to continue to like represent and be there as a voice live to protest Um, another day yeah exactly if you're white follow the lead of the people of color around you you know don't take aggressive action or disruptive action mm-hmm. of your own accord because yes. you're not going to be the one that gets blamed for it at the end of the day yeah. and you're just putting other people at risk. So exactly. I know there are a lot of people getting really swept up and feel like they're being allies just mm-hmm. because they're there, but just make sure you're following the lead of yeah. the organizations around you led by people of color, led by people in the community who know what's going on and who know what, ac- know what actions need to be taken, you know? Yeah. Exactly, exactly. And whether you are protesting or maybe you are uh, helping aid those who are affected by tear gas, mm-hmm. pepper spray, flashbangs, like rubber bullets, uh, we need those people too. We need mm-hmm. those, um, I call them revolution medics, like <laughs> we need those people. You you are the ones who are conti- letting people to continuously protest throughout the day. So if you are somebody who feels like you can't help with the protesting, but you want to help in some way. That's another way yep. to help. Also, there's so many places that you can donate to. There's so many numbers you can call. There's um, there's so many resources for you. If you are worried about your safety while protesting, you can definitely find a way to protest from home. So I just want to make that known that it is okay to protest from home. You are not a coward. You are not a bad person. It's okay to value your safety. Your safety is important. And that's okay to be concerned about that. Um, So don't feel like you are any less than if you are staying at home, especially since we are still in a pandemic, like people Mm -hmm. are still staying at home during this time and they feel helpless because they can't leave their home, especially those who are like, again, like immune compromised and elderly, like You can still find ways to help protest during this time. Absolutely. Stay vocal at home, you know, spread the word, talk to your friends and families. It all starts with one person, you know, so 
there are definitely many things you can do and we'll go ahead and probably share through the week, you know, different funds you can donate to outside of uh, the Minnesota Freedom Fund because they've actually requested that you find other organizations to donate to that may need it more and have less of a spotlight right now. So we'll try and share some of those, maybe some literature by people of color that we've looked to for education and knowledge and perspective. Because honestly, that's kind of what's on our mind right now. So, you know, we don't want to ignore it on our podcast page. And so, you know, we'll probably just share some, some resources. And on that note, because it is Pride Month and we do want to make sure that we're still supporting that community during this time and not losing that focus because we really have been looking forward to pride for like months, you guys, months we've been looking forward to celebrating with you all. Um, We wanted to go ahead and shout out some LGBTQIA plus organizations that, you know, you can also donate to, especially during this time when you can't leave your house. So, you know, there are a couple of national organizations that, are always looking for donations and are always helping like the mm-hmm. Trevor project and, you know, even plant parenthood that helps with STD testing and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you can donate to the born this way foundation. It's lady Gaga's yep. <laughs> foundation. <laughs> yeah. I've donated to that one before a few times. And Madison, I know you are helping look up a few local organizations as well. So mm-hmm. we can do some good here at home or a couple yeah. that we found. Yeah, and Jillian mentioned, like, donate to our national uh, organizations, but really look into your community. Look into how you Mm -hmm. can help your community grow and spread awareness uh, with LGBT and LGBT youth. So a really great one here in Denver is called The Center. They provide great STI and HIV testing, mental health counseling. They have a library. They do fitness classes. Um, they have sexual education for people who are queer. So really great place. It's off Colfax, I believe. And then another really great place is Happy Denver. Uh, they provide STI and HIV testing as well. Um, and they really focus on the LGBT community uh, and especially people who are uh, identified as trans and transgendered. So really, really great place. Um, and then another one too is Out Boulder, um, which is located in Boulder, which is a little, almost an hour away from Denver. And again, similar um, in what they do there is what they do at the center, which is really, really great. So really great local things. Yep. And these are... Denver local, you can look up, you know, local organizations, in your community, wherever you mm-hmm. might live. You know, I can tell you back home in Miami, like the Yes Institute is phenomenal for the transgendered community. And my best friend, Andre, works for Latino Salud, which specifically does HIV and AIDS testing in addition to STI testing. But they, they work really hard to help educate the community. So there are organizations like this in cities all across America. Yeah. So even if yeah. you're not in Denver, look up your local community so that you can help support the people at home, you know, in addition to these national organizations that are trying to do what they can. Absolutely. And there's, you look into like, you know, the bars, like the, yes, like there is this, mm-hmm. I, I have an issue with like the abuse of alcoholism. Like there is a systemic issue with alcoholism 
in the community. And, you know, we see all these um, alcoholic, uh, like, what what is it called? Absolute or whatever. They, like, sponsor, like, vodka. Fries, <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, vodka or whatever. However, there are really great home bars out there mm-hmm. that really provide a safe haven for those who identify in the LGBT community. So please look into also, you know, supporting your local gay bars and local safe havens there there's a ton of them uh drag bars uh, are really great um so there's so many different local places that you can look into supporting something really cool about denver you know last year i got to be in the pride parade with ella Her, her and I, we were in the Pride Parade together We, when we both worked at Sephora. Sephora got to have, like, a spot in the parade, oh, so cool. we both got to walk in the parade. And, girl, she was waving the flag. We got her a flag. It was, like, $50 from, like, a little street vendor as we were walking through. And she was, like, in the front of all of us, like, waving the flag. It was so amazing. I'll post videos and pictures of it. Yes. Her. Um, but that pride specifically here in Denver was the first time that the rainbow color flagged was hung and flown at the Capitol building in Denver which is really cool to see it was really really cool to see the flag waving at the Capitol yeah of Um, course but I think it also says a lot about who our governor is uh Jared Polis is an openly gay man who was elected in 2018 here Mm -hmm. in Colorado so I think he also what he um he outlawed what is it uh gay conversion therapy conversion therapy he did that like what the first month he was elected or something oh yeah immediately Mm -hmm. yeah like he was like I'm not tolerating this bullshit anymore and how much it hurts this youth no it's great it's yeah it's pretty great he's I think the first governor in Colorado to be openly gay that's amazing yeah yeah I love him. I voted for him. (laughs) Yeah. Same. Not in the primary, but in the general, for sure. Yep. 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 Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So just so many great things. And then Pride is different this year with, you know, a lot of cities not having the parades due to the pandemic. So a lot of cities are hosting like virtual prides. So Denver's virtual pride is June 20th through the 21st. I don't really know what it entails. I was trying to look up information. They're kind of like just saying like it's a virtual thing. So like, I guess people are going to come on and like perform and I don't, I don't really know. There's not a whole lot of information around these like virtual prides that they're hosting because a lot of cities, Los Angeles, New York, like they're having like the big ones. So I really like don't know a whole lot to expect from that, but it will be interesting to see how they still celebrate pride doing it virtually it'll be really interesting to see how they do it yeah yeah it will be I know we'll still be there trying to stream along and we'll definitely yeah. update you know as more details get released so that everybody can yeah. join yeah absolutely absolutely so curious yeah that's I mean I guess that's kind of what we wanted to talk about right yeah it felt like kind of a serious episode sorry everything's been so heavy lately you guys yeah, and I mean, like, yeah, and it has been heavy, and, but I think it's also, it's, it's reality, too, at yeah. the end of the day, and sometimes you want to listen to things and escape, but, you know, sometimes it's, 
it's so you have to still listen to things that it's things that are serious and that just cannot be avoided during that time you you have to still listen to it in my opinion so yeah so I'll be focusing on my coleus this week and trying to keep it alive (laughs) (laughs) yes keep it alive yes 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 so yeah well thank you guys for listening Thanks for letting us be out and we cannot wait to celebrate this month and follow us on our socials at two girls, one plant podcast on Instagram and Facebook. You can Mm -hmm. also follow us on our own socials. It's on there as well. Um, We're on the good old YouTube and yeah, that's that's it. (laughs) Yeah. Let's celebrate pride month. We'll talk to y'all next week. Pride. All right. Bye. (laughs) Bye.